0: Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't used one of these things before. Um, For those of you who don't know me, my name is Matthias Zahn. Um, My dad has preached here a few times. He did the one on government, and uh, Jeremiah has done this youth-led thing before. Um, So let me just tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I'm from a family of 16 children, and... um, I was homeschooled, and I'm Christian. I'm not a typical person. This is not (laughs) usual. People do not live the life that I live. And so growing up, I was kind of insecure about this. I was having a hard time fitting in, trying to talk to people who weren't homeschooled or who weren't already my friends. And so this, this would lead to me when I got on stage as a little kid, I would just start crying if anyone actually paid attention to me. (laughs) And um, so this was all the same um, until something that really changed my life happened. And because it, it helped me so much in my life, I felt led by God to say the same to you guys. So I've attended ever since I was seven a Christian camp in Dayton, Iowa, called Hidden Acres. I <laughs> um, And growing up, there was always a speaker the week that I was there, and he would speak every twice twice a day at chapel. And I grew up in a Christian household. I grew up going to church, and so when he would speak, I kind of felt like I already knew this stuff, which was not the right attitude, but it was the attitude that I had. And so, never really any of the things that they said really hit my heart that hard. They never really stirred up many emotions inside of me. And this was all the same until 2014 at summer camp. The theme for that year was identity. And so, that really, there was a speaker there that week. His name was Damian Peasley. And, yeah. (laughs) Um... So the whole week he was talking about who we are in Christ and because of this identity that God has given us, that we don't have to be afraid of what other people are going to think of us. We don't have to be insecure about where we're from or what we've done or things like that. And so I felt led to share this same thing with you. And one of the things that he said, the concept that he gave us was that our new identities in Christ have freed us from the fear of the world's opinions, things that they're going to think about us. We don't have to be afraid of those because of who we are. So I've said the word identity a lot and that's because God has given us one and I want to talk about that because that's a huge part of what he's done for us. So um, if you'd like to flip with me to Ephesians 2 if you have your Bibles out. Ephesians 2, 4 through 6 says, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. And when I read this last verse, especially verse 6, I I get this picture. And I want you to picture this with me. This picture of a king. And this king is, is in charge of everything as far as you can see. And he's this great king. And one day he's in his throne room. And this kid comes in, and this kid is, he's in rags, and his lip is busted, and he's just, he does not look like he's been in good places. And this kid comes in, and he just starts crying. This kid just falls on the floor, and he's crying. And in between all the sobs and the tears, he's telling the king about where he's been and what he's done. And he's telling the king about how he's just been out on the streets. He ran away from home, and he's living on the food that he's stolen and he's been doing all these terrible things and he just realizes this and he comes to the king and he says that he's sorry because he feels like he has disqualified himself from any love, from any care of other people and justly, or well, maybe not justly, but fairly, this king should tell his guards to take the child and go put him in the dungeon because he's just been really, really not a great guy. And so the guards start walking up to this kid. They're about to take him down. And the king tells them to stop. He says, no. You're not taking him. And he picks up this kid and he sits him right next to him. And he says, this is my son. Can you just imagine that? And he tells the guards to go get him some nice clothes and to bring him all the things that a prince, a child of the king, should get. And that's exactly what it says here. It said, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. And this isn't a temporary position that God says, okay, you're going to sit here for a little while, you're going to be my son, you know, whatever, and then you'll go back. No, he says, this is my son, and this will never ever stop being my son I have adopted him forever and I'm not let anyone to tell him differently and that's exactly what God has done for us exactly what he's done and we don't have a temporary position there This is always who we are because of God's great love. So we have been given an identity as children of God. Ephesians 5:8. Next page, probably in your Bibles. It says. For once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. And notice here, it doesn't say for once you had darkness or once you were part of darkness, but it says you were darkness, but now you are light. And the last part says live as children of light. In darkness. To help you out with this, it said, J- Jesus said in John 8, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So, children of light. Well, if Jesus is the light, he is the light of the world. Then, if we are children of light, We are children of Jesus. And whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Can you imagine? Just think about light for a minute and think about dark. If you are light, there is no possible way you can walk in darkness. No matter how much darkness you try to pour on this light, You can't put out the light. And we will never walk in darkness when we follow Jesus. We will have the light of life. So we are alive in Jesus. We are alive as children of light because of Jesus. A couple chapters later, Jesus says. Believe in the light while you have the light so that you may become children of light. So if by following Jesus and then believing in the light in Jesus, we may become children of light. So following Jesus and believing in Jesus makes us children of light. That's what we have to do in order to never be put out by the darkness. And that sounds like a really good thing to me. (laughs) I mean, because I've been in some dark places before, and we probably all have. But when we have the light of life, the light of Jesus, we cannot be extinguished by the darkness. And that is beautiful to me. That's just a wonderful thing. But sometimes it's really hard to believe. Sometimes even though we've been told this and we know this is true, it's hard to believe. And so sometimes even though we are the light now, we feel dark sometimes. We feel like that's just not possible. But we can have confidence in that identity. And that confidence comes from God. In fact, in Proverbs 14 verse 26 it says in the fear of the lord one has strong confidence and his children will have a refuge when i hear fear of the lord i don't think literal being afraid oh he he's so powerful he could kill me that's not what i think of when i think of fear of the lord even though this is true um no when i think of fear of the lord i think of Knowing that God is more powerful than anything else that's going on in our lives. When we're walking through darkness, we can fear God in the sense that we know that he is stronger than all of that darkness. And so when we have fear in the Lord, we have strong confidence. We can go out and we can be confident in our identity that he's given us. And we will have a refuge. And refuge is a word that when I think of refuge, I think of this room or this box or just this place where when you feel like things are closing in on you, you can go and you can have confidence in it because you know that nothing can break this refuge. Nothing else can get in. I've been told that some people think of when they think of refuges the shark cage that goes down into the water and you can see all the darkness and you can see all the sharks around you but you know that you can be in there and you can be safe because that's a refuge from the sharks and from the darkness 2 Corinthians 3 4-6 through six says that Such confidence we have through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves. but Our competence comes from God. So we have confidence through Christ before God. Confidence before God is amazing considering we know who he is and what he's done. But we have that confidence before God. And if we can have that confidence before God, who else can we have that confidence in front of? We can have that confidence in front of anyone. We always have this confidence. Because if we can have it before God, then we can sure have it before the people of earth, or the feelings, or the emotions. but it says that we're not competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves. When I think of competent, I kind of think of the ability and the confidence also and the being worthy and qualified (coughs) because you're competent to do so. And we have that competence from God, not in ourselves. If we try and go out and be the light because of ourselves, we're not going to be competent to do so. We're never going to be able to achieve that. But because of God, because of Jesus, he has given us that competence. So whenever you feel that you're not worthy or able or qualified to go and be the light or to have confidence or to be competent you can know that God has given you competence because Jesus died so that we don't have to feel any of those things. We don't have to feel unworthy or unqualified or disqualified (laughs) because those things are all what Satan is telling us because he doesn't want us to feel worthy or competent. Because when we feel that, he loses. When we go and display that, he loses. and He wants to tell us that we're not competent. But we are because of God. Philippians 1.6. This is actually in the ESV because I found this is a really good translation of this verse. It's one of my dad's favorite verses. And it says in the ESV that I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And when I hear that, I hear, as long as we are here, as long as we are still here, here on earth as long as we are still as long as I'm standing here every second that I'm standing here I have a purpose that God has given me and that's the same for all of you too every second that you're awake every second that you are alive that God is still working in you and he will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ And that purpose has been planned. That purpose has been planned by God. And we know that God has planned something for us. We know that we can have confidence in it. Because God is far more able to plan things for us than we ever could be because we don't know what's coming and he does and he knows where we need to be and what we need to be doing and he has planned that out for us. And all of that will come to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So God has given us This identity. God has given us light. To be light. Because we are light. And that light is Jesus. And that light is life. And we know that we can be confident in that. Because God has already planned it for us. And when we know that, we can go out and be the light because we are the light. And it's not that we could go and be light. It's not that we might be able to go and be light. It's that we are light. When you walk into a room it gets brighter in that room because you are light. And you bring life to that room because you have the light of life. And I know a lot of people who need that. There's so many people who need that. They need to be less dark and they need to feel alive but they have a hard time doing that because they don't have what really makes you alive or what makes you light. And they're trying to find it on their own, but they can't. So it is our job to go out and be the light because we already are the light. We already are this light that gives people hope and that gives people life. And so, high schoolers or middle schoolers, school is a place with a lot of darkness. And I think that we all know that. But when we walk into a room, if we can be the light then that whole room gets dark lighter. (laughs) But it says so many times in the Bible that no one hides their light. And if you don't hide your light, you can go into a room, and the darkness has to run. It has to leave. It has no choice but to leave. All you have to do is be the light. And you're going to force out any darkness. No matter how dark it is in the room. You can't put darkness inside of light. Light always forces out the darkness. And for adults, maybe it's your workplace. Maybe it's... I don't know, on your drive to work. Wherever it is, there's going to be darkness unless you're there. Because when you have the light of Jesus, you can force all of that out. So because of our identities as light that Jesus has given us, we can go out and we can be the light because we are the light. So let's do that and let's not be afraid of what other people are going to think of us or how other people are going to judge us or what names they are going to call us. Let's go out and be the light for people because that's what the identity that God has given us and that's never going to change no matter what people say, you are always going to be that son of God, that child of light. That's not a temporary thing. That is a permanent status as light. So let's go out and be the light because we already are the light. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this identity that you've given us. For me, as a kid who grew up crying because people were paying attention to him because he was not a typical kid, I want to thank you for the identity that you've given me and the identity that you've given all of us. We are all children of light. Because of you and your son, Jesus. And Lord, help us to know that that is true. Help us to have confidence in that. Help us to go out and believe that we are the light. And help us to go out and be the light. And thank you. For this that you've given us.